Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> Texas slide guitarist Jeff Plankenhorn and True Violet's Jessica Kovitz, plus L.A.'s Golden Girl Athena and New York City's EDM Queen Salome. They're all on Music Friday today. This is going to be one heck of a show. It is Music Friday from Los Angeles, California, the music capital of the world. I'm Patrick O'Hepernan, your host here on Music Friday, which is brought to you by Solar City. This is your show. Our guests are here to talk with you, so feel free. Call in 347-215-7511 or email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. That's musicfridaylive at gmail.com. We've got a surprise guest coming up, so we'll be right back. Don't go away. This is Music Friday Live. We have a surprise guest with us. We have Athena. Welcome to Music Friday Live. I loved your show last week at the Mint. You had the full house rocking. Oh, thank you. It was so fun. (laughs) Well, I I know that you were kind of um, road testing a new album. So how close is the new album to uh, being released? It's very close. Actually, I can announce to you today for the first time that... um, we will be releasing the first part. Uh, it's going to come into, in a trilogy. And we're releasing the first part one of Ready for the Sun on the 20th of May to coincide with a gig at the Hotel Cafe. Ooh, so save that 20th. day. Okay, <laughs> 20th of May. I'm going to mark that uh, on that calendar. Everybody in Southern California who's listening now should mark that in their calendar. That's the 20th of May at the Hotel Cafe, and that's in Hollywood. So uh, you'll get a chance to, to – I guess you're going to preview – will you preview the whole album? I will preview it, and we'll be selling uh, the first part, will be, which will be five tracks uh, on the day for the first time. Now, d- have you decided yet uh, which single you're going to release? I haven't yet. Um, so those five tracks will be determined. I'd love people to help me choose. Um, so if anyone's listening who would uh, be able to help me pick uh, which track should be on that first uh, part of the record, um, and which one will be the single, I'd really appreciate that. So if you want to give me your email, I'll send you the three songs I'm thinking should be the single um, before I've sent it to anyone else, and maybe you can help me choose. That would be amazing. Okay, well, how do they get in touch with you? How do they send you their emails? Can they send them to you, or shall I give you uh, my website? Um, uh, why, why not both? First of all, let, let, let's uh, make sure everybody knows what your website is. So it's athenamusic.com, and you can go there on the first page. You can sign up on the mailing list. I'll see the emails coming through from today, so I'll know. Um, Or you could just even email me direct if you want. Um, My uh, email is on the website as well. Okay. Everybody out there heard it. You have an opportunity to pick which single Athena is going to release from her new album. And that doesn't happen very often, so go to her website, check it out. Tell her which one you like. I know which one I like, and I'm going to let you know which one I like. But, you know, I'm only one of many here, right? Well, Athena, <laughs> thank you so much for, for uh, taking the time to stop by. I will be at the, uh, the Hotel Cafe, and I want everybody out there to remember, help Athena choose the new single 
for her to release. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Thank you Bye. so much. And if they contact you direct, just let me know, and I'll oh, sure. get in touch with them. Yeah, we'll be. Thanks, Patrick. Uh, I will. Thank you. Okay. Bye bye. We have to take a break bye. right now, and um, we got we're going to be uh, recognizing our affiliates. And when we come back, Jessica Kobitz of True Violet, and I understand she's got a surprise for us too. So stay with us. Cameo Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archive CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA. Always on the go. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, host of Music Friday Live, and as you can tell, we're now on Stitcher. want to welcome all of our listeners on the CyberStationUSA.com network and the radio affiliates. Remember, if you've got questions or comments for our guests or you want to tell Athena which single that uh, she should release, you can get in touch with us. You can call in 347-215-7511 or you know, I know you're at work and you're sitting there with your headphones on and you're not really paying attention to that PowerPoint on your computer screen. So email us, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Ouch, boy, I got a couple of emails already. Musicfridaylive at uh, gmail.com. And um, that's it. You know, you have, where else do you get an opportunity to help a, a musician to decide which single to uh, release? Well, I want to, before we meet our next guest, I want to remind everybody that, um, particularly the musicians and the fans out there, that Music Friday Live is a partner with World Arts, which is the global music platform that connects artists and fans and brands and industry pros. World Arts offers bands live performances, video shoots, recording sessions, and master songwriting classes. I've, I've been to their to many of their events, they're really something. Fans can get new music. They can see intimate shows, and sometimes they're really intimate shows because they're periscope. And you can also meet your favorite artists. So if you're a band, a fan, or a member of the music industry, you should be part of World Art. You can sign up at www.world. I think it got an extra W in there. www.worldarts.com. It's free. Music Friday's there, and you should be there, too. Well, I spent a good portion of yesterday listening to the music of True Violet. Sometimes I was dancing around, rocking to their indie pop beats, and other times I was just sort of sitting still, absorbing the emotion from uh, Jessica Kovitz's voice. At one point, I was near tears as I watched the words of their song, Mommy, I'm Sorry, scroll across the screen and into my ears. So it's with some reluctance, I actually had to turn the music off and sit down and write today's show. True Violet's music lingers. It's kind of like a, a single guitar note shimmering in a, in a concert hall. It's just sort of hanging there, never quite leaving your thoughts or your muscles. The women of, of True Violet have crafted a music that ranges from joyful to devastating, like life itself. And I am honored to welcome the voice of True Violet, Jessica Kovitz, to Music Friday Live, and understand that the whole band is with her. Jessica, hi there. Hi, how you doing? I'm doing well. So who's there with you? I'm Jesse. I sing and I play acoustic guitar. I'm Kayla. I'm the drummer. I'm Shay, excuse me, and I play guitar. I'm Elena, and I play bass. Wow, so we do have the whole band there, all right? Now, <laughs> all girls. I understand. Yeah, I, I understand. You all moved here from from Orlando four years ago, and I I take it from one of your videos that you really like Los Angeles. So apparently, it was a good move. Yeah, it was great. Um, you know, we just kind of hit a peak over there on the east east coast, uh, southeast, and we started playing the House of Blues and really packing it out and. We got to a point in our career where we decided, you know what, it's time for the next step. We love you, Florida. We'll come back home at least twice a year, but it's time to to be the the small fish in the big pond. So we moved over to Los Angeles, and we we absolutely love it here. But our heart is still in Florida for sure. <laughs> okay. Well, you, of course, you came to the biggest pond there is. This is the music capital of America. Um, yeah. But we're but you're doing well, and and we're really glad you're here. Now, I understand that you all live together, you all share a hairdresser, and you all tour together. Is that still the case? 
Um, it is still the case. Shay is the newest addition to the band. She actually doesn't live any more than 40 minutes away. Um, Elena and Kayla, they're sisters, and they live together. I used to live with them. Um, I got married, so I had to move out, although I would have liked it to be a big, uh, incestuous family house. <laughs> should have been cool. But, uh, okay, well. That didn't, that didn't work. That might have been the wrong word, but for lack of a better one, since I'm not a morning person. <laughs> yeah, well, only your hairdresser knows on that one. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I love great. the characterization of uh, the sisters, Miller, as the rhythm sisters. Did you two form the band around your rhythm section? KK? This, oh, sorry, this is Kayla. Um, well, before we met Jesse, we actually were in a, a cover band, and Elena played guitar at the time, and I played drums. And I, we didn't really become the solid like bass and drummer until Jesse came along. She's like, no. You're gonna play bass. You got that rhythm going on. <laughs> and no, um, no, but Elena uh, picked up the bass, and then we just kind of clicked as and became the rhythm sisters. So we've we've been playing for a while together. You know, it's it, it's interesting, and 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 tell me if if you haven't seen this, but what I have seen more and more women picking up the bass. It seems like there's an affinity there. Yeah, I have too. It's become a really like, uh, I don't know what it is, if it's a trend or something, but I'm into it because I love seeing women playing bass. But I think it's an instrument, not made for women, but something that women can really tap into. Well, no, actually, uh, it needs to be modified a little bit because a lot of the women I know that play bass, the, the, the basses they have is these really long uh, arms on them and they have to really strip to, to play them. But I've 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 just noticed that, and I've also noticed that that women play the bass a little differently than men. They they have a um, kind of, and again, correct me if if you haven't seen this, kind of an innate ability to um, weave in and out with the drummer rather than just kind of sit back there and do their thing while the drummer does his or her thing. It, uh, I first noticed that when I watched Polaris Rose, who's, of course, the, the, the bass player uh, is a woman there, and, and thought, hmm, something's going on here. Yeah, no, definitely. I think every every woman has a different style, but I could say that it's definitely majority that way I've seen when I go and see them live. But um, there's always, you know, there's always that one exception where you're like, dang, she can really, you know, play like a dude, and I mean that in, in a really respectful way. <laughs> All right. Well, let, let, uh, let's. Kayla and Elena has. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, that's all right. Go ahead. No, I was just saying um, that Elena recently got a Yamaha bass, and I think I'm just speaking on her behalf, but I feel like it may fit a female a little bit better than a male. It's a little more compact and accessible. Am I right, Elena? Yeah, definitely. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna look carefully uh, when I uh, go see you guys live. Well, regardless of that, I want to give um, um, our listeners a sample of the stunning music that that you all produce. This is uh, this is seasons. First of all, I want to say that 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 is a brilliant piece of musical craftsmanship. Somehow you've made every line in that song a hook and you've made every note a relationship that the intro alone is worth the price of the song. So how did how did that song get constructed? Who wrote it and how did you put it together? This is Jesse. Um, so that song came along, uh, obviously, you can tell it came from a very uh, low point in my personal life. Um, I was going through a breakup or a trial in my relationship. 
And, you know, I was sitting, this is when I was living with Kayla and Elena, and I was sitting at the kitchen table, and just out of nowhere, I started playing the riff um, with capo on, too, because we have a fantasy fetish for capo. (laughs) And uh, I just started playing the riff, and the melody just came out of me like tears would out of my eyes. And, you know, the lyrics came shortly after, if not that day in itself. So that was definitely one of the more powerful songs that we have on the record. Well, I often say that poetry is not dead. We just call it lyrics, and that is really true in in this song. Um, I'm still thinking about uh, miles or the years that we land on. I want to remind our audience that we're talking with uh, members of True Violet, and you can talk with them, too. You can email us, and we're getting some emails here, too. You can email us at uh, musicfridaylive at gmail.com, or you can call us at 347-215-7511, and we'll get your emails in just a minute. But there's another song of yours that that I I want to play a little bit from, uh, and uh, then we can uh, discuss it a little bit. This is Stand By You. On a Sunday before bed Hold my thoughts inside my mind Make my dream easy to find Forget troubles through the day Live by you, they go away When I wake, you make it clear Say I love you in my ear And I keep my guard up the uh, the musical construction of that one again is also brilliant, and also the production of the song. It, it kind of starts out familiar and light and poppy, but then it explodes with intensity. Uh, the rhythm section, the looping cymbals, your the looping, the cymbals, your voice. Um, but the lyrics are kind of ambiguous. As the song moves forward, you sound like a woman who knows her power, but then the, the chorus and the title actually belies that power. There's a line in there, um, I sense false hope and something sly, but I'll stand by you to the day I die. Well, what's going on in that song? A lot of people ask me that. Um, basically, it, it all, I wrote the song when I was 16, and the lyrics were based around a relationship that I had at the time where I was very much in love. And you can call it your first real love and your first real heartbreak is basically what the song is. So I was in love with this person, but I knew he was bad for me. But I still stood by him because a young girl always has hope in her heart and in her mind. And that's where I was at that place in my life. And that's exactly how I felt. And some people, I've had one girl say, well, no, she shouldn't stay. What if he's abusive or why is she going to stand by him? But if you look at it on a lighter note and you see a young girl actually going through her first episode of a heartbreak and, you know, true love, you'll understand why the song became into the woman that I am today towards the end of it, because it has evolved over the years as I've become who I am. So that's kind of what happens with music, you know? Yeah. Well, well, speaking of, of a woman or women who have evolved over the years and who learned their power, uh, you all recorded a video for International Women's Day. Um, are you involved in any women's issues or organizations or with um, International Women's Day itself? We have been supporting breast cancer awareness since the beginning of time. My mom is a 13-year breast cancer survivor, so... It doesn't only apply to women. Men do get breast cancer too, but women do, they are the dominant um, breed that does get the breast cancer. So we do a lot of donations, a lot of charities, and also we're trying to do some more stuff for the youth this year. So anything we can do to help the female community, we're all about it, but we're not biased at all to either or. Um, As far as International Women's Day, I don't know anything in particular that's with that, if that's a company or if that's a specific um, charity or a foundation, um, but that's what we do as a band, and we're looking for more things. If you guys have some ideas, pass them our way. Okay, all right. Well, we have some people here who want to pass <laughs> some ideas your way. Um, Babel in St. Paul uh, wants to know if it was hard to learn to play the bass with your sister on the drums. Lulu? Hey, it's it's Elena. Um, I actually I kind of felt the opposite. I think that might be part of the reason why I wanted to do it more. Um, because I mean, until I understood that the bass and the drums are, you know, they need each other to survive. 
um, then it just kind of clicked with me. And being that she was my sister, it actually made it much easier because, you know, we can kind of bounce off of each other and really, really lock in. And I probably wouldn't say until recently it was that we really got our pocket in as far as the, you know, rhythm section. Um, but I, I definitely think it helped a lot. But I think that depends on the relationship as well. But I, I love it. All right, and we have um, one here from Lala in Hollywood, and Lala wants to know, how often does Jesse change her hair color? <laughs> um, well, you can ask my stylist, Kendall, at Efox Hair, because she just kind of gets a new color in every month and then kind of just forces me to do that. <laughs> but I'm pretty open-minded. In fact, I shaved my head once, so I'm, I'm, I'm not really sure how many number of times. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, did you you want to give your hairdresser a, a plug again? Yeah, Kendall Brew at Efox Hair. Okay, and um, Mark eighty six in New York City says uh, wants to know: Did the sisters grow up playing together? So they've always been a rhythm section. You you kind of answered that. Uh, you 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 weren't always a rhythm section. You were rhythm you were rhythm and guitar for a while, weren't you? Yeah, it was actually, uh, this is Elena, it was, uh, my sister was, has always been on drums, uh, but I was on guitar before, just doing, um, you know, rhythm guitar, acoustic guitar and stuff, so um, I don't know if you could see we've been a rhythm section forever, but we've definitely been playing for a long time, um, and then it just, it, I think that was kind of something that was inevitable, we were we were going to become that, you know, that pocket of, of the drum and the bass, but I, it wasn't like that for a while, I kind of had to find that the hard way. <laughs> okay. And uh, Remy in San Diego says, you all should come down here, or have you already played in San Diego? I would love to see you live. We need more girls on stage. We have played Brick by Brick, and we're planning on coming back to San Diego. We're playing with a band called Nicely. They're from San Diego. They're they're playing with us um, here at the Silver Lake Lounge um, sometime soon, and they're planning on doing a show swap. So we should be there before the summertime, and we'll definitely let you guys know. Okay, um, and the way they uh, can stay up with you, they should. Uh, w- where do you want them to follow you? Our this is Elena. Our social media. Uh, we we we're big on Instagram. That's where we post our flyers and everything. So that's uh, Instagram and the uh, Reverb Nation be the best places to find shows, and that's just going to be True Violet Band. Um, and then you can also go to our website, which is kind of a navigation for everything, and that's TrueVioletMusic.com. And where can people get your music? Um, music can be found on iTunes, uh, Spotify. Uh, we can uh, our yeah, our album is up on both of those, and uh, we post you know little clips of new music and stuff here and there on YouTube and Instagram, but mostly on uh, iTunes and Spotify. And you'll just uh, search our band name. Okay, and if people want to search for your album, what should they search for? Uh, just True Violet, and it should come up. It's a self-titled yeah. album. Okay. All right. We want to make sure that everybody gets an opportunity to to get to get your music. As you know, if you listen to the show at all, you know I'm a great advocate of the of uh, musicians need to to make a living. So I always make sure that 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 gets in there. Um, in my introduction, I mentioned that. Uh, well, before I get to, get to that, I um, speaking of girls on stage, uh, there's an event going on which you all may be part of or may have heard about it called Girls Rock. I was at the first one last night at Los Globos, and uh, if you're, I don't know if are you involved in that? No, but we should be. Okay. That would be awesome. All right. Well, I will put you in touch with the people doing it, and for my audience out there, uh, they, they sh- you should take a look. Uh, it's being uh, produced by the Living Sessions and um, Sunset Eclectico Magazine, and uh, last night uh, we got treated to lots of girls rocking on stage. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them who do wonderful things. And right now, one of the wonderful things that I want to talk about is a song I mentioned in my introduction. Um, and I, I mentioned that I sat quietly, almost tearfully watching the video of this song. So I, w- I was just transfixed from the, the Emmett Fox quote at the beginning to the emotion in your voice and the, and the music. So, uh, so let's listen to a little bit of Mommy, I'm Sorry. I just woke up from a horrible dream That you died in your sleep Left my life incomplete 
Like I say, like I said, I, I was uh, just transfixed by by that music. Can you tell me about that song? Um, my mom has been fighting breast cancer for thirteen years, um, so it's been it's been really hard. She got it when I was very young, and I hadn't even gotten into high school yet. And it was a it was a really hard time because you know anybody going through any kind of cancer or any kind of illness in the family, um, especially it being your parent, really causes trauma to you and, and your, your livelihood. Everything changed. So, you know, as the years go on, though, when, when you, my mom began fighting it and overcame it twice, you start to become almost numb to it and you forget that she, she still has cancer. She has bone cancer um, and it could come back and, you know, she's susceptible to that. But as you get older, life becomes trying, and you start to live your own life. And sometimes you forget to call your mom, and you forget to, you know, get, FaceTime them or just anything and stay in touch with your, your parent just because it's – and to me, I feel selfish because of how hard she fought for to live for us and to get us through high school and, and be our mother and be there for us. And she fought not only for herself but to be there as a mother. So it really – it's saying I love you to my mom is very important to me every single day and it should be important to everybody, but people forget. So that song is a little wake up call for everybody who, you know, doesn't put in the time to to tell their parents, I love you because you never know when they're not going to be there for you to tell them that. Well, you did that. Ex- yeah. So, so powerfully. Did that, somebody else have something to say there? Okay. You, you did that enormously powerfully, and I, and I literally mean it because it, it not only the story you told about yourself and the people you know, but it made me, and I'm sure everybody else who watches that video, think about the people in their life. And that, that's what music is supposed to do, and, and you do it really well. Now, I understand that you are launching a tour in May. Is, is, that, is that true? Well, we just got in touch with a band that we started playing with out here, and we're putting together a self um, organized tour possibly with some help from our booking agent um, but it's probably not going to be any more than two weeks we've never really done anything past a two-week tour just because of funding and you know um, yeah. it, we're we're independent so it's a little bit difficult for us to get out there but we're looking to book some of the west side portland um, north cali and possibly arizona and if we can make it out to Colorado, that would be great. But that's kind of the region which we'll probably stay in. Well, in the meantime, you've got some dates coming up in Southern California. I know you're going to be in Silver Lake. You're going to be in Amosa. And, of course, you're playing the Mint, too, aren't you? Yes, the Mint's going to be an awesome show. Um, I, you were just talking to me earlier about you, that, that you like that venue. We absolutely love that venue as well. The sound there is great. It's been, a, it's been at least two years since we've played there. Um, so this should be really exciting, especially with all the new changes that they've had. And uh, it's on May 6th, and we play at 8:45. The cover is $12, and it's 21 and up. So it should be a good show. And for for those of you who haven't been there, if you're in Southern California, the Mint is the oldest rock venue in Los Angeles. And when you go in there and you see the pictures of all the people who played on it on played there on the walls, you understand, and they've just upgraded the sound system. It's, it's really wonderful. Well, we're uh, almost out of time, but um, I do have one other recording of yours uh, that I would like to play. And this is a special soul. Oh, 
I love that uh, that song, but it has a little bit of a country feel to it. Um, do you agree with me there, or I'm, am I hearing things? I think I may have lost our... Um... Hang on, we're going to play a little bit more of Special Soul here. No problem. Quite a power, another powerful piece of, uh, of of music, but you know it has a little bit of a country feel, especially in the chorus. Did, did you do that on purpose? Um, well, n- not technically, yes, because we do anything. You got to do what's best for the song, and we were really feeling it. Probably a couple shots of uh, some whiskey at that point. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> okay. Well, at that point, I think uh, we are out of time. I'm going to uh, let you guys go and find your shot of whiskey or whatever, right? And I want to say thank you so much, uh, Jessica, and all of the band. I had no idea you were going to all be with us today, but thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. Thank you for having us. I want everybody to check them out at trueviolatmusic.com. Stream them on Spotify, get their music on iTunes, and be sure and follow them on Instagram. We're going to take a break right now. When we return, we have a surprise guest and then Jeff the Plank. So don't go away. World Arts brings the entire music world together on one global stage. We give artists the tools to sell and license their music, interact with industry pros, and play live to a whole new audience. Wherever they are on their journey, we want artists to get paid for what they create. At World Arts, fans can discover new songs, get exclusive rewards, and crowdfund projects for artists. Brands can offer opportunities for artists to create original content that fans can instantly vote on and share. World Arts is the global music platform where we can all rise above the noise. Take your career to the next level. Discover new artists. At World Arts, it's all about the music. We are back at Music Friday Live. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, your host. And one of my my favorite EDM artists is here for a quick peek at her new single, Salme. Thanks for coming by. Hey, thanks for having me, Patrick. This is not a joke, folks. <laughs> okay. Well, it is April Fool's Day, right? That's true. That is true. It, it is, is April Fool's Day. But but the the yeah. um the, the the name of the song really is one, two, three, four, five. Is that right? It is. And if you listen to it, you get it. I do, uh, and I have. <laughs> it's okay. just to get them to listen, Patrick. Just go with the flow here. I, I, I'm not going to tell, you know, reveal the, the secret here, but I am going to yes. say it's a little different than your normal EDM music, isn't it? Yeah, you think so? I, yeah, I agree. But what's different for you about it? Uh, it's a ballad. Is it? Well, it's slower. It's and slower. And it also has it's... a half-naked man on it. Uh, yeah, but uh, I didn't. So it's much pretty much a rosary. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And it also showcases your voice even more. Maybe. I mean, a lot of the vocals is I worked with my friend Mikey P on it, who's you hopefully know, and if you don't, you should find out about him. He's um, he has a band called The Cav, which is sort of the Jersey Shore version of the Black Eyed Peas, and. He's a super talented rapper. He's very funny and witty. And he's also on American Ninja Warrior. Which accounts for a lot of what's in that song. Okay. All right. Well, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm, he likes I'm, to I have keep... fun in Vegas. Yes. Yep. I, I want to keep it secret. So tell people where they can get it, where they can hear it. Well, you can get it on iTunes. Um, 
of course. And if you want to give it a little sneak peek listen before, there is a lyric video on YouTube. If you just put in uh, my name, Solmi Dostrom, and 12345, you should find it. All right, which is what I did, which is how I was able to figure out what the the, the secret is in the song. Well, we're going to have you back on next week because you've got the whole album to talk about, not just one song. But um, maybe by... Maybe by that time, my listeners will have figured out what's going on in that song, and we can all talk about that, too. Huh? We should. Right. Absolutely. We, well, let me just say thank you so much for, for stopping by. This is really uh, – it's always a joy to talk with you, and I'm looking forward to uh, having much more time with you next week. Me too. Take care. Bye-bye now. We're going to take Bye-bye. a quick break, and when we come back, Jeff the Plank, Plankenhorn, don't go away. You're not going to want to miss this. Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills, even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, go to OperationHomefront.net. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, and we are back. We're at Music Friday Live, and, of course, we'd like to hear from you. You can call in, 347-215-7511, or you can email us. A lot of people are emailing us this morning. I guess you're all at work. Well, our next guest has been called Texas's go-to guitarist, a chameleon performer and a man who sings like a bearded angel. Well, I just call him the best damn blues <laughs> talent I've heard in a long time. All right, To say that, Jeff Plankenhorn has chops is so much of an understatement that the words themselves cringe. He can do things on the guitar that seem impossible, but they're great to listen to. So obviously he's doing them for years. He's been touring and, and he's been the studio guitarist for some of the biggest names in Texas. And now just a week ago, he released his first solo album and it's a kick-ass in your face piece of down and dirty work. I love it. And what's even better is that he's here with us. Jeff, welcome to Music Friday Live. Oh, it's wonderful to be here, Patrick. Thanks for all the kind words I've been seeing you throw out, out there on the on the Internet and in the airwaves. I'm really appreciative. Well, you know, the, 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 the interwebs know when you're telling the truth. And uh, when I've got <laughs> your music there, I'm... Definitely telling the truth because I got my earphones on. I'm listening to them while I'm typing away at the, at the keys. Now, um, for everyone who has heard you and who knows what you can do, the burning question is, why did it take so long to produce your own album? Well, I think that, uh, you know, I, I have a couple of things that are, you know, just kind of self-produced and, and did something a, a different, different tack a long time ago, more on the Americana thing. And really, I've been wonderfully busy and wonderfully happy. And if you got a great career, then why mess with it? Um, okay. A couple of years ago, I mean, really, you know? And uh, a couple of years ago, uh, three to be exact, I got married. And a whole bunch of things started turning really, really great in my life. And it seemed like a great time to put some of these songs out. I've always been playing around Austin doing my own thing but I was primarily touring with other folks. It was time. Well, it was, obviously it was time because uh, this is a big album. It's 12 songs. You've got some big-time guests on it. It's immaculate production, as they say in the industry. So it must have really been a Thank labor you. of love. And I, I, want some of our, I want our audience to really get an idea of what a labor of love it is. So here's a cut from it. This is Trouble Finding.
There's that famous uh, lap steel guitar. Now, before we go any further, because we're already getting emails on it, can you make the distinction? Can you draw the distinction for us between a slide guitar and a lap steel guitar and a stand-up lap steel guitar, which is the instrument you play? Okay, because a lot of people are asking that question. Well, I think I can break it down pretty easily. Most lap steel guitars can be of a bunch of different varieties, Dobros, Weiss and Borns, electric lap steels. And it's because you play them sitting down in your lap. And generally, they have a square neck. So you can't really hold it like a regular guitar. They're still slide guitars. Anything with a slide is a slide guitar, but it's a little bit more broad. And what's different about my guitar is... Basically, everybody kind of wanted me to play these guitars that I couldn't get any volume out of, these acoustic instruments, like a dobro, in rock bands. And so I went to a luthier named Tony Nobles in Wimberley, and I said, I want you to make this thing for me. And it's basically an amalgam of a lap steel guitar and the body shape of a dobro, and, but it has electric guitar components, and so I can go from really pretty steel guitar sounds to real rock and blues and and Dwayne Allman and all those kind of sounds, you know, just the way a, a regular guitar player would. And what I find is that anybody who ever played Dobro in like a bluegrass band says, I want that because now I can play in a rock band and I can stand up and play it, which is great. Now, now why is standing up and playing uh, so important? It's not, it's so important. I will say this. I come from a lot of blues and a lot of jazz and stuff like that. And, and I communicate. I was watching a video about an hour ago for my CD release, and I was ro- remarking to my wife that I turned around in a solo, and I looked at my drummer, and he came down because he knew that was what I wanted to do. And then the rest of the band just followed with him, all just because I turned around, looked over at my shoulder, and kind of tipped my instrument down. That kind of communication is a lot more difficult wow. when you're sitting in front of everybody. I mean, I don't dance around on the stage like crazy or anything. I'm, I'm pretty stationary, but just to be able to have that kind of communication is, uh, and I think it's a little bit more engaging for the audience, you know, but, well, that, you know, and, I mean, I'm saying that when I, I don't, I don't see any problem with, uh, you know, David Lindley or, or Ben Harper or Robert Randolph, they all sit and they all engage the audience just fine. <laughs> Yep, they do. But, you know, hearing you describe that uh, makes me even more appreciative of drummers who not only have to sit and give all those signals, but they have to sit in the back behind everybody, and it still works. And they have to keep the spine of the, the music going, too. Now, Yeah, and know... my, my drummer, Brandon Temple, I, I mean, I'm sorry to interrupt, but my Brandon, Brandon Temple, who plays drums with me on this record, and he, he's quite amazing. Everybody in the band is, and, and Brennan's, uh, he's a listener. He knows the words, and he knows exactly where to go, and, and I'll just think something, and the guys will go there. We improvise a lot. <laughs> wow. Now, you're known as, as sort of the Swiss Army knife of the guitar world because you can play so many different styles, and I assume <laughs> you play lots of different kinds of guitars. So where did you learn the range? Are, are you self-taught, or did you pick it up in college or in Nashville, or, or just you had to because you make a living? I mean, where did it all come from? Well, I can say that the idea of playing lots of styles – came from my big brother and my big brother of five years was always you know uh, people in town would say oh you're John's little brother you play guitar too that's great you know and so I kind of always had to live that down or or at least work out from underneath it but he was really instrumental in saying instrumental in saying that you know if you have yeah exactly thank you (laughs) if you have different guitars you're going to get more gigs and why not learn how to play mandolin and lap steel? Why not have a classical guitar and grow your nails out a little bit? And why not have an arch top guitar with flat wound so you can play jazz? And, and all of those things hopefully, you know, eventually seep into what you're playing. No, none of it hurts anything else. It's only going to help. It's, you know, it's vocabulary. Yeah. I may yeah. not have more words to say, but I've got some choices. All right. Well, you... Um, you put all that together, I know, in a tribute album to Stephen Burton when you played all the guitar parts. Did you have to play lots of different kinds of guitars in order to do that? You know, that was one live recording. 
and it was one night. And Stephen Bruton is, you know, uh, in in our town in Austin, he was connected to everybody by less than one degree of separation. And, you know, played with Bonnie Raitt and played with Dylan and played with Christopherson for years and, and everyone. And, and uh, boy, he was just such a mentor to so many guitar players and so many musicians and touched people in so many ways. When I got the call to do that record from the producer Yogi, who you'll notice is also the bass player on my album, mm-hmm. uh, it was a daunting task. But the idea was that I was going to get to learn 40 of Bruton's tunes. And then I was going to get to have at least you know 20 of them be on the album with Malford M- Milligan singing all of the songs. That, and Bruton really wanted to make an album you know, before he passed that was Malford singing all these songs. So to answer your question, all on one guitar. We did the whole thing on, on a, a, a parts telly that I have. It just wow. suited the songs best. Wow. We are talking with uh, Jeff Plankenhorn, sometimes known as The Plank, about his new solo album, Soul Slide. You can talk with him, 347-215-7511, or you can email us. And we got those emails. They're coming in. You can email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And let, let, let's read some of the emails. And the first one I want to read is rather apropos, based on what you've just been saying. This is from uh, Larry the Man in New York City, and he wants to know, how many guitars do you own? Uh, well, uh, to that, I will go to a famous Stephen Bruton quote and say, one less than what I need. <laughs> Apparently, Stephen was at a show, and a friend of mine went up and said, you have a lot of guitars, don't you? And he had quite an extensive collection. And He said, how many do you have? And he said, one less than what I need. And it really <laughs> seems that uh, you're always looking for another sound. You're always looking for something. You know, uh, another thing that my big brother said when I was young was, you know, don't have seven strats. Don't have seven Les Pauls. These are brand names. You know, yeah. have one uh-huh. of each so you have those sounds available. And like in the right. room that I'm sitting in right now, which is my my home modest studio, I'm looking at a banjo and a, and a Paul and an old lap steel and my big brother's bass from college and and um, a Martin guitar. Whoops. Uh, looks like we just lost our guest. Hopefully he's going to be calling back in. Um while uh, he finds out what happened, I think he just uh, accidentally hung up on himself. We're going to uh, play a little piece of his music, and the music we're going to play is Live Today. He's back uh, live today, just like the like like the song said. So you were saying about all the guitars you've got hanging on your walls, and you made me think. I was at an event uh, a couple of nights ago at the Gibson Guitar Showcase in Beverly Hills. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've ever if you've ever been there or not, but uh, if you haven't, you should. Um, it's got you know the walls just lined with all of the cream the cream of the Gibson line. It's um, it's really a wonderful place, and it's a venue with great sound and speakers and all that and sound system and all that sort of stuff. So if you ever come to L.A., that's the place to go. Oh, and will be eventually, and 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 try to hit that kind of place. You know, Austin uh, has its own modest showroom with Gibson and it's fantastic. And they do a lot of sponsoring of events around town and they have a little, little venue in there. And uh, yeah, you can't, you can't thank them enough for their contribution to music. No, you, you can't. I, uh, I I love it. Well, we're going to play some more of your songs uh, because we lost a little time there. So this is uh, like flowers.
Now that's uh, that's Ruthie Foster there uh, with you, and I have to say that's a perfect pairing of music and voice. You two really knock it out of the park. Um, w- when you um, thought of this the solo album, did you plan to invite folks like Ruthie and and the others that are on the album, or did the idea of solo album kind of expand as you moved along? You know, uh, uh, some of the choices were. Uh, by chance, and some of them were really, really planned. Uh, for instance, you know, uh, you know, a lot of the production was done by the great Ross Hogarth out in L.A., which I'm sure we'll talk about. And then uh, some of the production here was also done by a guy named Miles Zuniga from the band Fastball. And he had the idea of Malford Milligan and I doing the Sam and Dave tune. And he also had brilliant ideas for production as far as the arrangements. Now, that song you were just playing with Ruthie Foster is a song that a friend of mine named Michael Connor and I wrote. And we actually took the first line from a Bukowski poem and, and repurposed okay. it. All and, right. and basically, yeah, basically, I just, he, he, would, he would read me these things. And I said, you know, that one, I was like, we really got to take that and he said incorporate it and then I said no just take it I was like we'll write our own version our own song and so we wrote this song all the people look like flowers at last kind of again a lot of these songs have to do with redemption and coming around to a better time in your life and you know not wanting to be the tortured singer song whiner anymore you know and and so it was a perfect song for me to call Ruthie you know I've known her for a long time we have a lot of we have a lot of fun playing together, and uh, she's very inspiring. And uh, you know, she's well, somebody worked. I break bread with. You know, it, yeah, it, I think it, so too. It worked I think she and, nailed it. And like I always say, uh, 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 poetry is not dead. We just call it lyrics now. Um, I want to play right. an, uh, an, another uh, a collaboration. This is uh, Mockingbird uh, Blues. That's actually an, an unreleased song by Willis Allen Ramsey, who I believe is on tour as we now speak. That That's quite a gift for him to give you. You two must be really good friends. Well, you know, I played with Willis uh, for a time, and I'm one of the few people who's had the distinction and, and the luck to be a sideman with him. And when I was playing with him, you know, he said, Jeff, you can record any of my tunes you want. And I was incredibly flattered and uh, I didn't take him to heart until I could really, you know, 10 years later because I wasn't ready, you know, to kind of give it out, out there to everybody. And uh, my co-producer miles heard a a version of it and he said, you have to put that on. And so uh, we were lucky enough to, to get it on there and I'm really, really proud of it. Well, you did a wonderful job. I I just love the way uh, that that all fits together. Um, when, when you do go on tour with, with other bands, um, do they ever play your songs? Sure, you know, I mean, it, that, that, that has happened, and a lot of them are really generous. You know, guys like Joe Ely are incredibly generous. You know, but when I go out and, you know, uh, it, they may ask me to play a song here and there, but the crowd is there to see them, and they all know that I tour. And it's time for me to step out anyway. 2015 was the first year where, you know, I did like three sideman gigs. I did two for Joe Ely and one for Malford. And those guys, if they call me, I'm going to do it. But for the most part, I'm doing my own thing now, and we're keeping it that way. I've been lucky at the guys that have helped me so much. And Joe's definitely one of them. Huge. Ray Wiley Hubbard as well. All right. Well, 
it it all seems it, it all seems to work very well. I, I know you've had a long relationship with uh, Malfred Milligan, uh, also, and uh, it that one. Indeed, I, I, yeah, I'm especially uh, I'm especially uh, appreciative of, of that one. I've I've got an, uh, a couple more of your songs uh, queued up here, and uh, I want to change the tempo just a little bit. Uh, this is. Um, You've got me humming, and uh, well, people will just see what I mean by changing the tempo. Fabulous song. I really love it, especially the lap <laughs> steel in there, right? Um, yeah, and uh, Malford well, yeah. just killing it. Malford just kills it on that song, you know, and what a great choice uh, from my producer to say, hey, you guys should check out. I mean, I knew the song growing up. It's a Sam and Dave tune, you know. Um, yeah, as far as the, the lap steel is concerned on that, my, my plank guitar, that's where the influence of the sacred steel guys, you know, the Robert Randolph and before Robert Randolph, the Campbell brothers, Aubrey Gent, Calvin Cook. When I found out about these guys that played gospel music on steel guitars and like that was the lead vocal instrument, my whole world got blown up, you know, and I wanted to find a way to incorporate that with the Dobro stuff that I had been playing and kind of smush them together. And it ended up coming out, you know, soul music well it, it certainly is and it um I, I could play that all day in fact i did yesterday well we are out of time and uh, before we go why don't you tell folks how they can get their own copy of soul slide uh you could definitely find it on itunes soul slide is one word and you can find it at all the other places cd baby band camps a good one and you can of course go to my website theplank.net Theplank.net, I like that. Okay, and remember, everybody, that's .net, it's not .com, and you can also get uh, your tour dates there, too, can't you? Absolutely, you sure can. Thank you so much, Patrick. This has been great. Oh, this has been fun, too. So remember, everybody, that's uh, uh, theplank.net. That's where you can get the music, and also you can get the tour dates. If you're in Texas or in Oklahoma, he's coming at you. Dates and locations at plank.net. Well, you've been listening to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan from Cyber Station USA, Blog Talk Radio, and our radio affiliates. Like our Facebook page and follow our Twitter feeds to get real-time updates on our guests. Check them out on Music Friday Live, uh, musicfriday.nationbuilder.com, and um, we will uh, take a listen to their music. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartlebin. Our intern is Angeline Serrano. You can download this and other Music Friday programs at blogtalkradio.com slash musicfriday or on iTunes. Be here next Friday. Our guest will be pop singer Jessica Potter with her new single. And Salme will be back. We're going to have a full conversation with Salme, and we're going to have the new album. So check out our Twitter stream and our Facebook page. We will update you on the guest. Good night, everybody. Have a great musical weekend, and we're going to listen to some more of You Got Me Humming.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.